longest intro ever hello boxing <laughs> fans around the world thank you for joining us once again here on talk and fight for another episode of the friday night panel featuring yours truly mike horn today we're joined by brooke deerdorf maybe brooke millbrook now but uh let's just call it brooke for now see how she gets on with that uh brooke, brooke was a pro fighter uh from what 2006 to 2011 uh beat one of, beat, beat one of my favorites mia st john and uh, quite a few others as well. So anyway, thanks for joining us on the panel. Thanks for uh, having me. Feel free to chime in whenever you want. Uh, Mike, do you want to start us off with a couple of fights and we'll have some comments? Oh, yeah. Let's, uh, right. let's get it underway, right? Let's get it. Um, we got to talk about it, man. The big one. Fury is over three. The card's happening. Do, Guys. do we have to talk about it? Do we have to? <laughs> Is that only because you're being uh, a little British hating today? <laughs> you know, <laughs> because, you know what I is it because it's two British heavyweights, and that's and that's the reason why. Is that why? Not not, not just two, but four. Yeah, I know, I know it is. It is. Uh, and what will be a sensational heavyweight doubleheader, guys? Yeah. WBC and lineal world champion Tyson Fury will defend his crown against longstanding rival Derek Chisora at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium on Saturday, December third, guys. Yes, on a night where the WBA world champion Daniel Dubois will make his first title defense of his belt against Kevin Lerner. Uh, this one's exclusively on BT Sports Box Office, guys, and live on ESPN+. Plus. This one, I can't wait. We've all, we're all anticipating Fury getting back in the ring, you know, with this whole, hey, I'm retiring every week. Uh, now we get to see it, you know, Fury, who intends on fighting, Usyk for the Undisputed Championship in the first part of 2023 will once again perform on UK soil following his April knockout of mandatory challenger Dillian White in front of 94,000 fans. We all remember that one. Uh, promoted by Frank Warren's Queensberry Promotions in association with Top Rank, this will be the third meeting between Fury and Chizora. They first met in July of 2011. Wow, holy crow, it's going way back. Uh, with the British and Commonwealth titles at stake and Fury prevailed by unanimous decision. So, yeah, uh, I can't wait for this one to get underway. It's going to be a great fight. Yes, British heavyweights. And I know, and I know, Graham, I know it's, it's, it is what it is, man. It's, it's, yeah, it's the heavyweights. What, think, what are you thinking? What are you thinking think about this? I think Chisora's in it for the money alone. What do you think, Brooke? Yeah, I agree. I All think right. it'll be a good payday before he's fit, before he ends his career. Yeah. I think Fury's <laughs> on top of his game right now. Oh yeah, I mean, he's better than ever at this point in his career. So, um, I mean, I don't think there's many that anybody at right now that can actually touch him. But definitely, Chizora is definitely. It's going to be the same thing. He's won what one one round out yeah. of the three the two fights they had before. So yeah, he's only won one. I round, mean, yeah. it's just for a. It'll just be something fun for Fury to do. Yeah, this is this award. This a warm up. You know, Fury Fury after his last fight, obviously, you know. Uh, enjoyed himself a little too much and uh you know he needs a little warm-up before he gets back in that ring and uh you know fights Usyk in early next year so you know uh we all i think we all know how this one's gonna end it's gonna be i think it's gonna be quick i don't think it's gonna i don't think it's gonna drag out into any any championship rounds or anything like that i think this one's gonna be done pretty early yeah i, I agree with that then we got daniel dubois taking on kevin Lerner for that wba world heavy strap uh I don't know. What, 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 what do you guys think about this one? Go ahead, Brooke. Um, I don't know. I, I think that I think this is going to be a pretty good matchup. I think you know it could go. I think it could go either way on my end. It could be 50-50. I think. I think. Uh, is it Lorena? Is yeah. he South African? Is he South yes. African? Yeah, yes, he is. Uh, six foot one, South uh, South Africa. The guy, the, he's known as the KO kid. Uh, you know, he's twenty eight and one, fourteen KOs. He's ranked number one in South Africa, twenty four in that in the in the world rankings. Uh, you know, uh, he's coming off of uh, a unanimous decision win back in September uh, against uh, Marius Watch. Uh, who was 36 and 8 going into that fight, and that one was for the IBO Intercontinental Heavy Title. 
Uh, so, you know, this uh, it's going to be a big match, I guess. A little bit of a test for Daniel Dubois. And, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, I haven't seen Dubois in the ring in a while. You know, so this is definitely going to be uh, like the last time Dubois was in the ring was back in June. So, you know, um, it's nice to see him back staying at least somewhat busy this year uh, and getting in another fight before the end of the year. Uh, I think this is definitely going to be a test for Dubois. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I like it. I think I think Dubois is going to be able to finish this one. Yeah, I think I think he'll win. Um, are, are you going to go through the undercard on that? as well because there's a there's a guy from the ukraine who came back from the front lines uh to fight uh yes i believe uh what was his name now dennis uh uh yeah yeah dennis uh birinchak yeah uh he's taking on uh mendy that's right yeah the the Um, french the french champion that's right and and that one's for the ebu european light title right uh you know that one's gonna be a great fight yes definitely this guy (laughs) birinchak you know, 16 and all this guy means business. Um, you know, he's a great fighter. Uh, definitely, this is a step up for him. Mendy is 47 and 5 and 1 in his pro career. Uh, also, on the undercard, man, we got Royston Barney Smith. Watch up out for this up kid, and man. Comer. Yeah. Up and comer, man. This kid is what you call blue chip prospect. You know, he was looking at the Olympics 2024. Uh, you know, he got off that path, waited till his 18th birthday, January 4th. Ends up signing with Queensberry Promotions. The kid is now, you know, undefeated. Uh, definitely one to watch, man. And he's opening up the card. So, guys, if you have the chance to watch these prelims on whatever streaming platform you can, make sure you check that one out. You don't want to miss it. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. I mean, the, the big question I had, and we have we have uh, Holly over in London at the uh, Tottenham Spur Arena. And uh, one of the questions I was really hoping she'd be able to ask someone uh, was uh, why there weren't any female fighters on that card. That's a good question. Yeah. That happens too often. It does well, happen too often. Well, especially better, especially when, when it comes to Frank Warren or Bob Arum. Oh, yeah, Bob Arum. Mm-hmm. He doesn't so. like that. Right. No, he's, he's, he's old school, man. He's old school. You know, I guess he's around with any one of us and we can show him. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you, as, as Mike and I will both concur, uh, we are huge fans and huge supporters of uh, women in the ring and hope one day it'll just be called boxing, not men's boxing or women's boxing, but just boxing. And, uh, and, 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 and trailblazers like yourself, um, uh, Brooke, I mean, really, I mean, the fights that you put on that I've seen, it's like pretty, must have been exciting back then and practically unregulated in terms of like uh, uh, the fight, the true fighting that was going on. It was uh, good stuff. Yeah. And I'm sure you, I'm sure you enjoyed it. But anyway, oh, so that, that would, that would have been the question I would have. Did you see the Mia fights? Pardon me? Did you see the Mia fights? On, on, on YouTube. So on this size screen, you know? Okay. Got you. Yeah, I fought her twice. Um, oh, did you? Yeah, I fought her um, as a replacement fighter in my fourth pro fight on um, four days notice. I went up from uh, featherweight to lightweight to fight her as a replacement fighter in Indiana. In four days? Uh, in four days. Yeah, it was <laughs> my Rita Figueroa was a stablemate of mine. She was supposed to be fighting her, but she got injured four days out. Um, so I'm like, oh, I'll, t- I'll go up. I'll fight her. I want the recognition. Um, so that was like the start of after that, I couldn't fight anybody under top ranked five um, after fighting. Yet. But I beat her on a decision um, there as a replacement fighter. But she wanted the rematch in Mexico, which is when I went over there and won unanimous in Mexico and brought the WBC home. Wow. But yeah, back then it was back then it, it was wars with the girls. I mean, there were so many like everybody back then pretty much was like they dog fights like it was wars. Um, I wish we'd see that a little bit more in women's fights today. Um, there's just not as much competition as there used to be, I don't think. What do you think about three-minute rounds, then? Do you think we'd see more wars if they had three-minute rounds? Possibly. Um, I think possibly. I think we definitely I, – I think you actually should see more now with two-minute rounds than with three-minute rounds because you have less time. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, you should be going hard pretty much the whole time um 
if you have three minute rounds, obviously you're going to want to take your time a little bit more and you can step back and actually work your game plan a little bit do you better. Think, do you um, think we would see more finishes if there was three minute rounds? Possibly. I definitely think you see more finishes if there were three minute rounds. Cause there was lots of fights that I've been in or that I've watched with females where, you know, that last 15, 20 seconds of the round, they get them hurt, but there's just yeah, not enough right. time to finish them. Right. So right. that I think definitely would make a difference for women. Yeah, we're, we're, we're huge fans. I mean, you know, you know what, what turned us around was uh, the outcome. Uh, I'm having difficulty who she fought, but Ebony Bridges, when she went up against Jenna and, and, yeah, and no one, no one took her seriously. Ebony Bridges just thought she was a bikini model and yeah. she, she came out of and that she, fight. Like she her, didn't her, talk, eye, she didn't her eye was out to here. Yeah, you know, that was a she, war. That was a war. She didn't yeah. tap, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you that fight literally stole a whole weekend. Uh, it yeah. really showed. It really showed that women are are, are in this for real. That's they are. That I'm telling it showed, you, I, it showed that the women. I I don't. I very rarely do when when there's a woman fight a good competitive uh, women's bout on a card. Now that they're showing them, nine times out of ten they steal the show, just because the women have so much more action. Where. A lot of time the men, you know, they're they're sticking and moving and there's a lot of, you know, bicycling or moving around and women are just going pretty much nonstop. So there is just a lot more action and not so much of a lull in the in the action in the fights. And, and there also seems to be, uh, I don't know, more more bitter hatred among the women, like yeah. real authentic bitter hatred. I, I love uh, that. There's I love that. There's no ducking. Nobody right. ducks anybody in women. No. It's it's hey, you want to fight? Yeah. Okay, let's get yep. the thing. Let's get it worked out and get yeah. in there. That's what yeah. I love. Nobody, nobody's trying to duck nobody. Nobody's no. trying to wait till somebody. You're gonna ages see the best out. of the best. Yeah. It's, it's you don't truly, get that in the men very often. No, it's 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 truly it's it's exciting because we're getting to see champions fight champions for exactly. the championship. The best which is of the best are fighting for that title. Yep. That's the I way it should it. be. Yes, all the way across the board. All right, which brings us to our next fight. Oh, oh my God! This one, this one is gonna be this one's gonna be huge. Uh, Estrada Chocolito three. You know this trilogy clash between uh, Juan Estrada and Roman Gonzalez will take place yep. at Desert Diamond Arena in Glendale, Arizona, on Saturday, December third. Guys, this one gets underway, nine p.m. Eastern time. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm expecting to see a war uh, yep. in this one, man. Estrada. 43 and 3 28 knockouts Chocolito 51 and 3 41 knockouts will finally go toe to toe for the third time in their storied careers uh with their last meeting in March of 2021 a fight of the year contender that Estrada edged via split decision in Dallas the victory leveled the score between the pair after Chocolito won their first battle back in November of 2012 in Los Angeles and now they will lock horns once again for the third mouth-watering battle in the decade, man, this is gonna be huge. Uh, also on this card, Martinez, eighteen and two with fourteen KOs, taking yep. on Ario, uh, who's twenty-one and four with sixteen KOs, uh, are also renewing their rivalry on uh, December the third after their firefight of a fist contest in November it was sadly cut short after an accidental head clash. Uh, a cut for Ario. Uh, this one ended in chaotic three-round whirlwind that saw both fighters hit the canvas in the opening session. This one, this one, you know, the anticipation for this one is huge. You know, it being cut short, uh, you know, Brooke, you you can definitely definitely uh, chime in on this. You know, when when a fight gets cut short like that, you've trained so hard, you're ready to go do battle, and then and this accidental head headbutt, you know, just causes yeah. this cut that just won't stop. I had you know? one of those happen actually, exactly like that in the fourth. I think it was the third or the fourth round. There was an accidental headbutt. Um, and she got a pretty bad gash over the eye. Um, and the fight was stopped when she went back to the corner, they stopped it in between the rounds. Right. That fight was televised on the best, the best damn sports show. It was a fight in California. It was an all women's card. Um, and I can remember just being so heartbroken cause that was like the first time I was televised. Oh. So I was like devastated that the fight got stopped and then they called it a draw because we hadn't completed the four rounds. Um, but I was, I was, I would have stopped her. I think if it went one more round, I was close to stopping her in that last round, that third round before they stopped it right before she got the cut. Wow. Yeah. And that's, 
that's very hard to take, especially when it, then it, they put it a draw on your record. So then people are like, oh, she had a draw with something. No. Yeah. You want it. It you was know, stopped. Yeah, that, that, that draw is going to suck because, you know, in certain situations, you can't help it. You know, no. it's, it's just how it goes. Uh, you know, when you're getting in there and you're digging on the inside and, you know, you got that head movement going, it, all it takes is that, you know, timing of you guys moving your head at the same yep. direction at the same time. It happens a lot. It, it does happen a lot. And, you know, with the with the, the head being so, you know, not full of fat and just, yeah. really, you know, thin skin on bone, it just takes that little bang just and one uh, little... it just op opens right up. Uh, do you find, do you find, uh, as a woman, you know, when you pull your hair back real tight, do you find that, that, uh, that also can contribute to the way that the gas just opens up? You know, it might, um, I always got my hair in cornrows for fights just because, right. you know, all the baby hairs and everything, you don't want any of that in your face. No. Um, and I know a lot of girls I fought that didn't tie their hair back and it was just all over their face. And I'm just like, no, I need to be able to see what's going on. <laughs> um, but, and you usually get it braided real close to the fight, like a day or two before. Right. And it, that's when it's so tight. And it, yeah. yeah, sometimes, I mean, it make me look Chinese. You'd be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I can't really see. <laughs> like what's happening to my face? Right. Um, but yeah. So it might, because it's, you know, it, everything is so tight and pulled back at that, that it, it's already like reached its limit. So yeah, it definitely might play a role in, in getting cut easier. Right. I definitely had a few cuts. Oh, <laughs> I bet. I bet. <laughs> in, the, in some of the wars that you've been in. Yes. You've had. Some yeah. Cuts. I've been cut a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've had my nose broken more than I can even count though. <laughs> no. now, now it's just, it's just like, you know, it's all. Yeah. No, it's, it's got a little crick in it. Oh, it's got a little tiny crick. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's cool. You can't really tell because the lighting. So we're it's, called, it's called character. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's character. It's They're always like, "What happened to your nose?" Oh, don't worry about it. It's yeah. I, actually, could couldn't you make up a great story about when you're in the army? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I you guess know, I and, 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 and you know, oh, it wasn't it wasn't accidentally broken in in the ring. No, no, no. No, no, <laughs> no. We were out on um, we were out in training, getting ready for deployment. Yeah. And... <laughs> that's how that's how it'll go in the memoirs, right? <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, we, we, we were jump. We were jumping on the fields and uh, climbing out of helicopters and yeah, anyway. jumping, oh, jumping yeah. that wall over there, Fun trying stuff. to get safety. Fun stuff. All right. Uh, oh, oh, one of the things that uh, Mike and I were talking about just before we came on the air here was uh, the fact that that Chocolito fight is being uh, promoted quite heavily. I might add by Eddie Hearn over at Matchroom. He flew, flew in the Phoenix uh, specifically to hold a press conference and uh, let the American audience know how important this fight was, um, you know, which flies in the face of Bob Aaron and Frank Warren over there in England, promoting the heck out of uh, the Fury and Chisora fight. I, th I thought it was funny, um, you know, to see the behind the scenes wars going on as well. But anyway, uh, I, I digress. Um, is there another fight there for us, Mike? The undercard, man. Uh, I want to talk about oh, this. I know against. Taz is. Uh, yes, Carissi Brown. Taz is on this card. Uh, yep. Taking on Beatrice Ferreira. Uh, this is, you know, I, I think this should be a walk in the park for Carissa Brown. Um, yeah. You know, I agree. she's she's seven and two going into this one. Uh, she's really found a rhythm in her career at this point in her life. Um, you know, Beatrice Ferreira. This is her second fight. Uh, it's a pretty hard one. So you know they must they must be really back in uh, and getting behind their girl here because you know to put her in against a girl like Taz Taz, the nickname says it all, a yeah. whirlwind a whirlwind of destruction. She is. I had the pleasure <laughs> of meeting Taz at the inductions. Um, she came she came down to the inductions in October in Vegas to um, meet all of the you know inductees and just kind of be in the atmosphere. Um, so I had the pleasure of actually meeting her. She we hung out all weekend. She's a great great. She has a great soul. She's a great person. I was excited yeah, to see that she got this fight um, a couple days ago, like a week ago, maybe she, yeah. she came in. Um, so, yeah, I've been talking to her, you know, back and forth and watching her um, with Ramsey and all them. But, yeah, I think she, that's a walk in the park for her, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I, be, I believe so. I think this one should be a, a a quick one, quick finish. You know, she does like to finish her people. So, you know, mm -hmm. she, she, she ain't in there to play boxing. She ain't in there to do overtime. She's in there no. to, you know. 
kick ass, take names. <laughs> and that's what I like about her. She's not, leave, she's not leaving it in the hands of the judges. No. You no, know, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, also, in action, uh, Mark Castro. Can't wait to see this guy back mm. in the ring. Uh, Mark Castro, this kid, wow, 8 0, already making big names for himself, man. You know, he's ranked 26. Uh, at a 187 in that super feather division. You know, he's world ranked 132 right now. The kid's only 23 out of Fresno, California, sporting that 8 0, six KOs. He's coming off that wicked September 17th, <laughs> Kevin <laughs> Montiel. <laughs> <Mendoza> <laughs> so, uh, can't wait to see him jumping in here, man. Uh, I got to do it right. <laughs> Tim, what's going on, Chad? Oh, sorry. How you doing? Hey, how's everything? Everything's great. She said I'm a bruiser. See, my daughter said I'm a bruiser. I know you have to do that. Go ahead. Yeah. Also, Diego Pacheco. Wow. Want to see this kid back in there? Taking on Ricardo Adrian Luna. And this one's for the WBC United States Super Middle. Uh, You know, I can't wait to see this kid get in here, man. This kid. I've been profiling and following him for a while. You know, his career started 2019. He's 21 years old. This kid, he's 6'4", 79-inch reach in that super middle division. Wow. 16-0, 13 knockouts. Uh, you know, this kid, That's nice. he's, he's, he's been flying under the radar. Not a lot of people are, uh, you know, uh, in tune to what this kid's doing. So he's squeaking by. But, uh, you know, he's now ranked 50th out of 1,400 in that super middle division in the world. And uh, he's moved up. He's two away from that top 10 in the United States. Uh, you know, and I think after this fight against Ricardo Luna, uh, he's going to, he should come through with that WBC United States strap after this, uh, this fight this weekend. Uh, can't wait to see this kid get in there, man. Definitely an exciting guy to watch. And, you know, at 21, this guy's got a long career ahead of him. So uh, we're going to be seeing lots of this kid. And I think after this weekend, uh, people will really start to step up and know this kid's name. Um, yeah, watch this kid, man, Diego Pacheco. It is, it, it's, it's great, man. This kid's awesome. And Joslito Velasquez is on this card, taking on Christopher Roales. Uh, this is a step up fight for this kid for sure, man. He's 15 0 1, taking on Rosales, the veteran in the game. Uh, you know, we got 39th ranked versus 13th. Rosales is sporting a record 34 and six. Uh, so, you know, there's some great undercard action here. Guys, I always tell you out there who are watching us, watch the undercards, man. This is the future of boxing. These are the guys that are going to be headlining these cards in the future. You know, I, I, I love it. I've been following some of these kids for a long time, and it's nice to see that some of these guys are now starting to not only be in that televised portion, but they are starting to be big parts of those televised events. So yes, we got a lot of great action underway this weekend. Uh, do you want to talk about the card that already went on today? No, no, hang on. Before we get going, here, I, just <laughs> want to I just wanted to introduce Brooke to Tim and yes. Tim to Brooke. Uh, How you doing, Tim? How you doing? Once, once a pro boxer, always a pro boxer. So here we have two pro boxers. Tim, not that artist. <laughs> well, I see your in the background. But He's a knockout I artist. Can, I can bring mine in too. Hey, yeah, well, there we go. We're gonna have a belt off. Oh, <laughs> no. uh, uh, Brooke Deardorff when I was fighting. Oh, okay. Oh, so there, there, there you go, boxing fans. There we go. There we go. Oh, me yeah, I got of um, Hall of Fame. That's great. Nice. 2022. Wow, that's beautiful. Okay. Yeah. So, so there you go. Hey, so Tim. Tim, did um, you International ever... Women's Boxing Hall of Fame. I got inducted oh, in October. Okay, cool. Congratulations. Okay. Congratulations. Thank you. And she's just down the road from you. Oh, where are you? You're in Salem. You're in Bucks no. County. I'm, no. I'm close to Nashville now. Nashville. Close to Nashville, about 30 minutes from Nashville. Oh, she's down south, uh, Graham. Well, I oh, know. Are, you, are you in Illinois? So she, no, I'm in, I'm in Pennsylvania. Oh, you he know. Thought, you say? He, he said, in the house. Down the road. <laughs> just down the road. Come on. Just up the road. Not too far. I, I used to be in Illinois. That was farther. 
Yeah, I was in Tennessee. Just down the road. It ain't Canada. <laughs> Not there. Everything's just down the road in Canada, right? Right, just just up the road. Yeah, yeah, just up the road. Just up the road. No, in the states, it's the next state She's over. Far away. She's far away, Graham. Yeah, that's a little bit far. No, we'll send in the private jet. Have you guys hook up? All right. Okay, now. Oh yeah, the fight. The fight that took place today was interesting because uh, Troy Williamson said he was going to knock that guy's block off. And uh, what happened, Mike? Well, Josh Kelly is our winner. Josh uh, Kelly did it, eh? Yeah, yeah. Josh Kelly did it. Um, this one definitely uh, unanimous decision. Twelve rounds. Uh, scorecard: 119 Wow. So, Did they uh, had a big beef before the fight? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Did one the, guy one guy had his shirt off and you pushed the other guy and stuff like that? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, is it just is it just me or has COVID made these weigh-ins and press conferences crazy? Like ever since COVID, like it's it's like they can't hold back, and it's like the minute they're like this nose to nose. It's like they gotta kick each other's ass. It's it's, it's it's nuts. It's nuts. Like even the MMA weigh-ins are getting the same way. Like I watched one the other day, and the guy literally like flew across the street and gave the guy a drop kick. <laughs> he must have just wow. put out a memo. Like yeah. after the first one did it, like after the first time it happened, they're like, "Hey, like sent out an email. Like that was cool. That was like we got a good reaction. We should all do that." <laughs> like I'm telling you, 2022 has been the year of these crazy weigh-ins and press conferences. Like literally, guys getting smacked the crap out of it's. It's hilarious, man. <laughs> I seen I some of that. My head is cloudy, but I seen some of that yesterday, like when when, when I was going through the internet and stuff. Oh, Where, you know, when they, like uh, I think it was, uh, um, you know, when when they um uh, have the little like like the quick little quick movies like on 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 Facebook and stuff, yeah, TikTok and stuff. I I saw that yesterday. They're getting in their face and stuff like that. <laughs> Get- <laughs> other face you know when they oh yeah in the fight yeah i saw that yesterday a lot of it oh, <laughs> that's funny uh brooke i was talking about kayla plant today and i see uh one of our fans chris yeah, dyer chimes in he says uh after the canelo plant fight it's open season for brawls at press conference yeah yo and that's that's i was just about to say that one Canelo plant, yo, that kicked it off, man. And that just made people just start going nuts. I think it's because, I think it's because really we saw Mr. Calm, Cool, and Collective Canelo like literally lose his shit. He was, (laughs) he was seriously mad. He was so mad that he couldn't, he couldn't control himself and he just, you know, burst out. But yeah, then ever since then, it's been getting nuts, man. Like really guys throwing down. Did you see the weigh-in with Fury and Chisora? I couldn't believe how tall Fury is compared to Chisora. <laughs> he's looking down like this. Was, was, was that yesterday? That was yesterday, right? Yeah. Oh, the I weigh-in. Yeah. Today. The oh, weigh-in today. today. And our uh, and and our yeah. friend Holly Donovan was uh, there to catch up with uh, everything that was going on. So all the fans Ooh. out there watching, you can check that out on the channel. Um, yeah, Joe Joyce, she, she had a nice little interview there with Joe Joyce. Fantastic interview. I didn't understand how small Holly was until I saw her standing next to the juggernaut. What, and holding her microphone? Yeah, like, like, like she had to do the whole interview from her tippy toes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think she said she was wearing high heels too. So you know, uh, the funniest was, was, uh, Joe Joyce being like, Whoa, you're small. Uh, can I pick you up? <laughs> <laughs> you think they trying to, you think Tyson Fury is going to fight him eventually? Yo, he is the most avoided heavyweight in the game right now. Uh, there is really – he's one of those guys. He's climbing those ranks. I know. I know. He's he, – he's, uh, guys think they're gonna, this guy's going to age out. But what they don't understand, this guy has been playing rugby since he was six years old. There's a reason why I call him the juggernaut. He's one of those mm-hmm. guys that's ageless. He's rugby. He's rough. He's tough. Oh, he's, so big. He's, he's a monster. And he's got a gas tank like the small guys. You know, he can go 12 rounds and not even break a sweat. Uh, his Parker fight. We saw him take the best of Parker shots. World-class mm. man here. Didn't phase him. He walked yeah. through it. Um, you know, like the guy's, got a, the guy's got a chin of granite. And I think people are afraid to really, really want to take him on. Because, you know, right at this point, it's all reward for Joe Joyce, man. It's high risk, low reward for these guys that are carrying these straps. 
But now we'll fight Tyson or what's baby? Baby, him and baby, baby a, you, him and baby would be a good fight, right? No, that'd be a great fight. Pretty soon. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's gonna happen, man. Also, yeah. you know what I want to see? I want to see. I want to see Big Baby and Richard Torres. That's what I'd like to see. Okay. You well, know, I, I, Richard Richard Torres is making a name for himself in the United States right now in that heavyweight division, man. He's just the, oh, the big guy. Yeah, he's the big guy. You no, know, he's he's coming out. He's got that dirty <laughs> Sanchez mustache. Oh, you know, rock, rocking that seventies porn look. How tall is just, he? How tall is he? Oh, he's he's. I think I believe he's like six four. Sorry, what what about this this other chap, uh Bakodir Jello Love? Oh he's 12 and 0, 12 knockouts. I the think Kazakhstanian. he's hey? Yeah, man. This guy's this guy's big Bakodir boy. Love. Yeah, man. This kid's... He's huge. Twelve knockouts, twelve wins. And yeah. uh, and I th- I think <laughs> I think the reason he knocked out his last guy sorry, is because sorry. he's he's from Uzbekistan, not Kazakhstan. Sorry, people all out there, you know, I don't want to, you know, your stand is your stand. So, you know, you know, we got to make sure they didn't mix it up. But, yeah, no, this guy, this guy's a beast, man. Like, uh, we've been watching this kid for a while uh, since this kid turned pro. He's 6'7", man, and uh, he's, he's, he's a monster. But we've talked about this kid. We've talked about this kid. He's only 28, um, you know. This kid was like, hey, man, I'm going to show you guys what, like, the Uzbek style is about. Uh, and you know, he's been knocking guys out. Uh, his last, I believe, his last six six fights are all stoppages. Mm. You know, the guy, and the I, guys, yeah, he stopped everybody. His last six, I, I, and I his like, last I six like. have been inside. Like he's he's gone deep. He's been deep into the eighth and still finished. So, mm. well, he, but, here, here, here's what he said about his last fight. He said something. I'm going to paraphrase because I, I, I just read it this morning on the news show and uh, I thought it was funny because it stuck with me because you guys were talking about headbutts. So anyway, he says, you know, him and his trainer had this plan going into the fight. They're going to take it to the eight rounds, you know, you know and then knock him out. But instead he got headbutted. And he got all mad. And he goes, then I knocked him out in the fourth round. <laughs> Yo, yeah, man, uh, that, that fight was uh, Curtis Harper, man. Um, that one was his first ten rounder, and uh, yeah, I know he he only took it four. You know, yeah. Harper was down around three and four. So, yeah. you know, this kid uh, is definitely definitely uh, one that's climbing up these ranks real fast, man. And, yeah, that... uh, you know, he's he's sitting at 40, 45th ranked in the world. Uh, you know, he's one of these guys that if you don't pay attention, he's just going to be one of those guys that's just going to be all of a sudden in your face. Mm-mm-mm. You know, I'm missing all this action. What you, what, you, what you still want this action at your age, Tim? You still want this action? <laughs> no. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. You know about all the fights and stuff. You know, I'll be trying well, to get. I'll be trying to get there. I can't. I'm, the, I'm going to take some time. All you know right. Well, here, here, here's some here's some education for you. Then there's okay. another heavyweight on the undercard of the uh, Terence Crawford fight. Uh, what's his name? Milton Jeremiah Milton. Is that his name? Okay. Yep. Yo. Uh, you know, Mike. Yeah, man. I, I think uh, what's what's tough, his tough? No, from Tulsa, Oklahoma, seven and zero. Yeah, yeah, big, big, huge boy. Uh, so once again, I mean, for all for all the UK fans listening out there, there are a lot of big, bruising American heavyweights out there right now looking to take on those uh, those British fighters. Yo, not not just not, and, and not just Andrew's that. Back. Yeah, and, and not just them, and like you know, you got the Kazakhs, the Uzbekis, you know, they're coming, yeah, they're coming, coming out of the woodworks, man. And, 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 the, and the occasional Ukrainian. Yeah, and the occasional Ukrainian. <laughs> but yeah, Jeremiah Milton, you know, the kid's seven and oh. Uh he's taking on Dewan Calloway. This this is this is not this is not a challenge for Jeremiah Milton. This fight is literally like a showcasing. This is gonna be like Hey, you've now graduated to opening fight, say on the card. Um, you know, you got a guy who's ranked 138th world taking on a guy who's ranked 328th. Uh, this is just going to be a showcasing for Jeremiah Milton. Seven and zero, six KOs. You know, six four kids, six four with an 80 inch reach. Mm, wow! Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he uh, he brought it. Uh, his last fight, man, was against Quinton Sumter. Uh, you know, Quentin Sumter ah. is no joke coming up either, man. I've talked about Sumter before. Uh, unfortunately, 
you know, this kid brought it to Sumter, TKO, fifth round. It was, uh, you know, Jeremiah Milton, watch out for this kid. He can he can really throw down. He doesn't have the cleanest style you'll see, but, uh, you know, when, when you got hands like that, you really don't need to be that clean, man. <laughs> you you got to be clean if you want to talk when you're done your career. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> true that, true that. But, yeah, no, there's some, there's some big – Big boys coming up, man. Uh, and this heavyweight division. Every show this, you stand is somebody big. Oh, this guy, the next one. This one like close to 6'10, right? There's guys they, oh my god, there's guys out there that are six nine that are coming through. Yeah. Same, same height as Fury, man. So, you know, when Fury's ready to hang him up, we have a guy, another, you know, seven foot tall guy to just fall right in there, man. But uh yeah, there's there's no there's no shortage of what I'm gonna call the super heavyweights, because you know, you got these guys that are all sitting around, you know, six three to six five, and then there's a huge jump, and all these guys are six nine. And I used to like to fight the tall ones. I'm not. Yeah, because you like to that. get you like to get on that inside and destroy that body. That's why. No, I just I just loop this over. But you have to be in real good shape these days. These these guys and they well they in real good shape back then. We got the yeah, shape, yeah. but they got all kind of instruments to get you there. You yeah. know, all kind. Oh, she's shaking well, her head. Yeah, she must have had some of that treatment <laughs> to get in shape. When did you, when did you no, retire? No, I didn't. No, did I didn't retire? have the extra. Did you retire? Uh, I was 2011. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's been a minute for me, too. Did okay. any of you guys catch the Hallback uh, drilling fight yesterday? Chevelle Hallback and uh, Tanya Drilling. No, please. Oh, I'm going to close my ears so I don't hear the outcome because I have it taped. I'm going to watch it after. <laughs> so, so talk about it. And I'll just, I'll just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for you. Let's. I was not happy. You know what? You you can Ooh. you can tell me because I'm going to go and watch it anyway because I'm that diehard. Like I'm that diehard fan. I'm going to watch it no matter what because okay. I got a report on it. Okay, so Chevelle is. I'm really close with Chevelle. Um, we're personal friends. I met her in California. I was telling you when we fought on the best damn sports show, um, when I went over to fight me in St. John, um, my husband, Ooh. Chris, my trainer, he couldn't go, um, prior obligations. So Chevelle came with Nate Campbell. They flew over there to corner me, um, and to stay out there with me and help me training. Um, but she fought the Tanya drilling last night, four and three, I think was what she was before, but it it was a six-round fight. Okay. I could have, on a whim, gave drilling possibly round one because it was a feeling out round. Nobody really did anything. So you could have gave her that round just on whatever. The second round, she picked up picked up the pace. She did. She was landing on Chevelle a little bit early on in the round. Chevelle came back strong at the end of the second. You could have gave her that round. Okay. From that round okay. on, three through six with Chevelle all the way. I mean, she was moving. She was she was landing and not getting hit. You know how Chevelle is. Yeah. I mean, she fights like Roy Floyd, like all mix them all together. You can't hit her. Mm. And she was doing that. And she was hitting and not getting hit from three through six. They gave the fight to drilling on a split decision. What? They gave one of the judges had 60, gave her all six rounds. And one of the other judges, the other judge for her gave her five of the six rounds. Oh, my God. I'm talking about highway robbery. And I've been there before. I know how it feels. Wow. And I immediately texted her. But I was so, I even put a post all over social media. I was so upset about that fight because she got robbed big time. Even the commentators were, like, going off. Like, they should have had the score flipped. And it took them forever to read the scorecards. Like, wow. like forever. And they kept going back and looking at them. And I'm like, I don't know. I think maybe they had the scorecards mixed up or something. But now yeah, I'm it, looking at you. I've seen you fight. I've seen you fight. You've seen me fight? Yeah, see, now I'm looking at you. I'm starting to remember. I put my oh, glasses you're looking on. Me up. Yeah, I, yeah. Go ahead and finish. Go ahead. I was like, um, oh, I've seen her before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to post. Uh, I'm going to post all my fights on YouTube shortly here okay. so people can see them. Back when I fought, I didn't. Uh, anytime somebody would post one of my fights online, I would message them and say, it's copyright. Take it out. It's me. I don't want it on there because I didn't want people to study me. Right. So I didn't want people to post you're doing YouTube. You're doing YouTube too. Yeah. So I'll be. I'm just now getting into putting stuff on YouTube. So I 
upload all my fights because uh, I don't know. You guys, I'm sure, watched my interview okay, I'm gonna look for um, you, with okay. the Stafford Boxing. Yep. Um, I'm going to post them uh, so I'm that people can let me know what they really think, but I don't think I lost any of my fights. Okay. I'm, I'm, on, we, I'm on YouTube. Um, we'll get in touch. Yeah, definitely. Well, but yeah, I was really upset with the fight. Video. So. Well, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and see that man. I, you know I'd like to you know. Gotta watch back. it. It uh, was ridiculous. You know, you, you know you know what I'm I'm thinking because it was about it just it's over a year. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what? I have I have been waiting 101 episodes for that damn sign to fall and finally take him out. And it was today that it happened. Wow. I guess it was, I, I made it fall down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was funny. wondering when that thing was going to plop back, man. It, it was loose did. anyway. It was, I just, I'm going to put some glue up there and, and, and you know, eat with these things. Too. What it is, is my daughter's uh, online school. It's my daughter's online school. Support education. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. And this, nice. is where she, and this is where she does most of her work. And this is her computer and stuff. They give you a computer and they give you four hundred dollars. Ain't that something? That's great. Actually, they give, if you got children, if you got three children, you probably get um um what like thirteen hundred. Um, yeah, they give you money. They give you a computer, a printer, and you got to get up. You got to get up. It's a really good school. But I think she'd have to go to regular school because um she got to be around children and everything. But that's a good program we've been in for a while, and it's been really good. I've been even trying to steal some of the knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been sitting next to her try, with a pencil trying to get some of the stuff down because I didn't learn. I learned some stuff, but I was like, "Oh God, we didn't know this stuff." <laughs> but when you get to the math, it's complicated. I, I just, I just back off. When you get to the math, <laughs> they doing some crazy stuff. I did algebra before and all that stuff. But then, then the guy said, "Well, I never did that before." Okay, you got that. That's I, why, I wouldn't that's why we have you, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't thank you for the mathematician, right. though, Tim. <laughs> I'll be, be reading books. I'll be reading books. That helps too, because I've been forgetting too. I'm Use mathematics to knock out all his opponents. Yeah. Use that mathematics. That mathematics to time out all those knockouts, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been training this kid too. This Italian kid. His name is Tim. Um, I've been training him and getting him in shape. So I'm oh, I'll be in the two thirties um by in the next two days. I'm like two four. I was two forty three yesterday. I didn't go to the gym today. I'm gonna be in the thirties, and I'm gonna I'm gonna announce I'm coming out of retirement. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I thought about it. It's crossed my mind. That's like Tyson Fury. I definitely I, thought about it. Yes. Back when you were training, did you ever have any fights where you didn't really train for, but yet you still came out on top? A lot, a lot of them. Yeah, no, yeah, too. a lot of them. You know, it got in shape. I made sure I chopped wood, even though I, if I didn't do, if I didn't like, you know, do the, the rituals that we usually do, um, I do make sure I chop a lot of wood. Say, so like, if I don't do a lot of training, that wood would keep you there. Your legs mm -hmm. might not be a hundred percent. You have to run, but if if you keep doing that. All this you could take you could take care of from your waist up. Your legs would be a little stiff and everything. I've done that a lot, but I wasn't motivated a lot because um you know he was taking our money and, and you know and the conditions wasn't all that good. Oh, he did give us we had money, we had money and had sparring partners, but that was it. You know that was it, and um it was kind of rough. And then after the fight, you see you really got ripped you ripped off. So a lot of fights that I fought. Um, I was I was in I was in, in really good shape and good shape. I got ready for for uh like Larry Holmes and Greg Page and I got ready for Tony Tubbs. But there's a lot of fights that I get in, in shape when I still won. And yeah, then I just, yeah. I was in some fights too. I'm sorry, I was in some fights too. And I just said the hell with it, like Bone Crusher, the second fight. I, I threw that fight. People don't believe it. Watch the first Bone Crusher and watch the second one. You know, I was, I was, I know I wasn't going to get paid and everything. So I said, the hell with it. And then he wanted Tyson. He wanted Tyson. And we, I went through it before, talked about it. He wanted Tyson. So he didn't care about me or Bone Crusher. Um, I'm not going 12 round with that hard hitter. And I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Bone Crusher to punch. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's a heavy hitter. You know, so 
Watch the first fight. I just walk right through him. And the second fight, some people say, "No, nah, you, you, no, nah, he just he he broke, he he beat you up and all that, right?" In the second fight, you were already spending the money after the second round, eh? In your head. <laughs> well, I just was happy it was over. I was happy yeah. it was over, yeah. and I was like, getting ready. I had lawyers and everything ready to like the next week to go attack uh, the promoter and everything, but but um. A bone, he didn't want me, he didn't care about me or bone crushing. He was trying to get Tyson at that point, right? So that's why I really I said, Man, I know I'll probably get how much I'm gonna get, you know. And then I told I told the uh, everybody in the corner, I said, Yo, I'm going down, I ain't getting hurt because burn bone crushing could, could punch. They told me that the fight was off like 10 days before, so I took off, and then they're gonna call me back and say, Um, the fight is back on. And I said I wasn't fighting. Then we were arguing back and forth. And I said, okay, I want to get away from him. So I took the fight. I know I couldn't beat him. I wasn't in shape. Mm-hmm. You know? So, and he was training for a big fight. He was in a big fight. And I knew it. So I said, yo, that's it. I'm out of here. Then we left. That was the most happiest time in my life. Not not one of them. I left Don King and stuff. It's over, though. So so one of the questions we have from Yeah, our, uh... is, is the Holyfield. Yeah, Tim Witherspoon versus Vander Holyfield oh. would have been a great fight, but it didn't happen. But real quick, I'm gonna keep this short. Um, he was strong. He was strong, and he overpowered you with his, with his, you know, with his, with his, uh, his, his strength. I, I think he lacked a lot of skills, but he did. He was just in good shape, and he kept coming at you. Um, but he didn't. He his, his management didn't take the fight with me because he had that problem. He had a problem with his breathing and everything, mm-hmm. um, and it looked made me look good. They turned me down. The fighter fight me, but the management, the management, didn't want it. yeah. So me and him had a scheduled fight, but they backed out of it because they said he had something like something wrong with his heart at that time. So so I felt good about that. Oh, Holyfield and them turned me down. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's all you got to be in shape. The young guy was in good shape and everything. So if that had been another fight of my life, I would have to really get in good shape and and fight him. You know, outbox him and just don't get hit because he could punch. Yeah, uh, definitely. Punch. So that's some of the trials and tribulations we had to go through. His and what else? What else? His son's doing well though. Okay, I got to I got to see him fight. Evan Holyfield. Yeah, Evan. Yeah, Evan's I got to see good. him. Is he okay? Yeah, yeah, he's uh he's all right. Uh young holy. He's he's doing well. He did um he did suffer uh a loss there. Um Okay. Pretty recently, yeah. Yeah, pretty recently. Uh yeah, he he went he went to bed on that one. Uh that was his last <laughs> that was his last one out. Uh Jermaine McDonald, uh who was 6 and 5. Uh this one was back in uh May. This was May 14th. That's who uh, beat him. Yeah, uh, Jermaine, Jermaine McDonald beat him with a K, you know, KO'd him in the second round. Um, Vanderson. Yeah, Vanderson. That was his first, suffered his first loss. Uh, he has not fought since then. Uh, pre, you know, right up to that, he was nine and zero with six KOs going into that fight, and then uh, you know, uh, Jermaine McDonald just had his number that night. Was he strong like a Vander? He, f- they fight differently. They fight differently, that's for sure. Uh, you don't he play is, the he, or he, he, he is strong, like like he's 25, you know, he's yeah. 6'2, 74 and a half inch reach. Uh, you know, he's he's a 60% KO rating, you know, out of nine, he's he's you know, he's finishing two thirds of his guys. Uh he's only been the distance three times, oh, except for getting knocked out. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, he's uh he's definitely he definitely has the skills to pay the bills, as Miss Natalie Brown would say. That's right. Wait, wait, wait. So somebody said he has the skills. Yeah, he's got skills, man. Oh, yeah. uh, I've, I've watched him. He's definitely, he definitely has skills, man. He definitely has skills. He's got power too. Like he's finishing guys, and you know, it. It's for some of these guys, man. It's all about that old man strength. We all talk about it. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. These young guys, mm-hmm. you know, in their early twenties, it takes time to develop that that real man power, and you know, to be twenty five. And to be 25 and knocking people out, you know, 60% of the time, you, you gotta have you gotta have some strength, man. You gotta be strong. Yeah. You know. So, so uh, it. I was throwing the straight right hand. I was told y'all before, and my trainer had me throwing the overhand. That's how it was developed. So I wasn't mature, mature. So my straight right was weak, and he made me whoop it over. Go ahead, Graham. 
Well, I was just going to ask Mike if he could pronounce that name. Ike. <laughs> Ike Ibiabuchi. Yeah. Oh, that's that boy. Yeah. He was tough. He did he go to jail or something? I but I think he did, didn't he? Yeah, Ike Alabuchi for um. I ain't gonna say it because see, I'm getting old. I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah, I'll match. I'll match you on that one. Yeah, he was, he was a big boy. He, he was yeah. He competed from '94 to '99, man. All through, all, all through my high school career, you know, I graduated in 1999. So. Oh. <laughs> I graduated in '99. I did see that in your bio. Yes, we are the oh, same age. Baby, okay, you're a baby, okay. '99. <laughs> where, where was I in '99? Can you remember where you were in '99, Tim? Whoa, I probably 99. was overseas. I, I was on my way to China in '99. Yeah, I was overseas. I was over in Europe, probably. Yeah. Because yeah. Shania, Shania was twelve, and she was born in. She was born in '02. Yeah, Riddick Bow. Yeah. So I was I, over, I, that's when I was going over to England all the time. So Ike is out of jail and living in Nigeria, but uh, is oh, still obsessed. Yeah. He's he's still obsessed with fulfilling his dream of becoming the heavyweight champion of the world. He's going to fight. Uh, they're saying How old that is he? He's he's forty nine, man. Oh, I think he <laughs> listen. I, I I think he can give it a try. I think forty nine. I think he can give it a try. He was strong. Are we talking? Are we talking for, Foreman comeback too? <laughs> <laughs> he punched. He could punch though. Ayabuchi, right? Yeah, I've seen him yeah. play. He could punch. Yeah, he's a big boy. He's he's naturally a big boy. And some of these young guys, like we talk on the show all the time, that the skills that they they lacking skills. We briefly we talked about um um we talked about uh, Roy Jones getting a job with uh, Tyson, and um, Roy Jones is a mover. They're making another mistake. I love them brothers. He's you didn't hear about it? No, not yet. Yeah, it was in it was in the, the magazine or something that uh they're gonna get Roy Jones. Now watch Roy Jones fight. And um he moves all the time, you know, and, and his and his defenses is moving, you know. And mm -hmm. and real quick, uh Anthony Joshua needs somebody, he needs needs something like this. I say it all the time. Tight, block defense, slipping, right? Hard punches inside when they fire defense, counter back. When you're on the outside, jab his way in, jab his way in, get his shot that's open, jab, get your shot, get in close, tight defense. That's all he needs. You don't need to move around fancy stuff. You got a lot of trainers out there speak, train, teaching the kids all the fancy stuff first. You, you gotta you gotta work on the basics first. Put your feet down, get your jab, block jab, slip here, slip here. Not all the fancy stuff. Once you get the basics, you will learn the um the uh the, the fancy stuff automatically come in just like you go to school that's just my opinion learn the basics but everybody a lot of boxers they look look uh, um um anthony joshua can't even block punches that's the first thing they should teach you when you trying to you know get in the you box you're not supposed to use your face to block punches <laughs> <laughs> you're not supposed to use your face to block the punches okay well, you i mean some and of you, these and, guys and out you, there are doing that. And you married your trainer? I'm glad you called. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. I don't I didn't I know it was that late. I'm, I'm sorry. Fighter. I'm, I'm sorry for taking up all the time. <laughs> what do you mean? This is this is the Friday night boxing panel with Tim Witherspoon and friends. That's the title. Hey. What do you okay. mean taking up all the time? You're, you supposed to, you're supposed to be taking they, up time. They asked man. me to come on 20 minutes ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> Uh-oh. Hey, that's you're, nice. Because you're nice. our friend. Yeah. Uh-oh. I don't know. I use my face a lot. Take, take <laughs> one or two to get that good one. You had a good yeah. defense. You mean to tell yeah, me you one, did that? One or two, that one or two. I did you not have that, defense. You used that for philosophy. My offense was my defense. See now, I put now, so much offense that. on, they couldn't give me any offense. Don't say that around people that know that that know a lot about that. Now you said your best offense was the defense, but you taught that. That was my offense because I gave so much offense. How are you going to hit me back? I don't yeah. stop. Yeah, punching. see, Vo see. Vo volume puncher. Volume, But don't you want to do? Don't you don't you want to be able to teach your 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 your, your boxer both? It's, it just can't. Well, yes. Yeah. Instead see, of just, I don't know. I, I you gotta relax. You gotta relax, huh? He's gotta I, relax and settle down and depend on that 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 uh stamina. Yeah, so yeah. So the, the good skills will help. Moving the good skills. 
I could do all that. But see, the problem was when I would focus so much on my defense, I wouldn't get hit at all. But then I wasn't, I wasn't throwing my punches because I was so focused on defense, like slip, move, don't get hit. And then Every, I wasn't. Punching. Everybody can throw a punch. A baby can throw a punch, but a baby can't block defense. Teach defense first. Offense is just going to come right down. A baby can throw punches, but a baby ain't going to be able to block. So, right. yeah. Now, so we teach defense because offense is going to be easy. It's just your stamina. Yes. Just I can do defense. I just it, my offense. You should be I saying. You should be. You should be saying. I know both of them. I do know both. <laughs> she does. I she can does. do both. Okay. We, I can we, do both. We had a great question come in. Can the heavyweight boxing be popular like NFL and NBA or baseball in America if it was pushed properly? Yes. And when they push it is when we actually start seeing the Americans start to take over the top end. That is we, when... we, 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 we had, uh, we had, uh, it was either Rick Glazer. Yeah. I think it was Rick Glazer who said, uh, if you were to put boxing back onto traditional broadcast television, like Friday night fights or Saturday H night. HBO uh, boxing, like all those things. If they were bring that back, yeah. it would be as popular. Uh, the, the minute that they dropped it, if you will, and brought in pay-per-view, um, you know, that that's when you see the, the drop in the ratings, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. Yes, the pay-per-view companies make an awful lot of money, uh, but in terms of numbers, uh, yeah, a lot of people you know, don't pay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, I'll tell you, I watch fights every weekend and I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> I just HBO box. No, I do. Definitely, the, definitely. The, the, it was a good. It was the a good answer. Adri's question. Uh, yeah, the answer is yes. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, th I think, and we do have a, a quite a young core of aggressive independent promoters now uh, pushing up, and I, th I certainly think. Uh, women in the ring are going to be part of the increase in popularity of boxing, professional boxing. Uh, I noticed that the IBA uh, announced very recently an integration of the American, uh, sorry, the the amateur and the professional. Uh, so they're, they're taking headgear off the amateur boxers, providing purses for amateurs. Um, you know, so to make it worthwhile to grow that undercrop, if you will, of necessary young fighters. Uh, that can move up the ranks and be paid accordingly and be trained accordingly and have the right nutritionist support that kind of thing as opposed to days gone by when you're virtually on your own uh and i'm, and I'm sure brooke could back me up. i'm sure tim could back me up on that too uh it's, yeah, it's, it's changed, the, the sports changing what's about the headgear uh the, so the iba used to be the aiba the i forget what it's called but the international what's boxing association and they basically are responsible for getting all the uh, countries together, if you will, to provide the fighters for the Olympics. Uh, but they've since been, um, how we say, uh, they've run into trouble because their major promoter, their m major sponsor was Gazprom, which is the Russian oil company. Okay. So uh, because of that little detail, uh, <laughs> they've had to do, uh, what do they call it, a pivot? Uh, so they've made some introductions, uh, significant introductions, uh, taken headgear, I believe introduced three minute rounds for female boxing as well. Um, so, so they're, they're trying to make some changes uh, to bring the amateur level up to par with the professional level and bring in some pretty big purses as well. Uh, so they have some big invitational. Oh, they've also created an actual um, boxing, an international boxing tournament. You'll have to Google this one because this is fresh news um, where, where they're, they're, they're where you, you enter a championship fight. If you win, you get points, you move up the rankings. And so ultimately what there's- is it? Uh, What is it? What is it? Uh, type in, type in IBA. IBA. Uh, a pro, pro series. Uh, Governing body drops headgear for male amateur boxers, but makes female fighters wear them. I got it. IBA, IBA pro series. Okay. And is that what it's called, Mike? Pro series? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, pro series. So that, that, that was just announced this week. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's a huge step forward uh, because for so long you had amateur fighters purely training for the Olympics, fighting in the Olympics, and occasionally uh, sidestepping the Olympics, like, like Mike was talking about earlier. 
where if you think you're good enough and you can't fight, but you have to be able to make that paycheck. And the paycheck isn't just to cover your own housing expenses, but you, you've got your, your own, as we've said earlier, the trainers, the management staff, the agents, let alone the nutritionists and the therapists uh, that all come into this. And as uh, several heavyweight fighters in, in the United Kingdom would attest, you need a lot of uh, uh, mental help uh as well. well hey anthony joshua is finally seeking some of that that's what i'm saying yeah, so, yeah they said i saw that the other day wow you know he's he's they, he's come clean he said that he's been battling some mental health issues and you know what uh it you can tell you can tell he's not the same guy he was you know two right. and a half three years ago uh definitely he's you know being being not able to be in the gym not training being isolated you know uh a lot of people around the world are suffering from mental health. And honestly, it goes to show you that, you know, not just anybody out there, even guys who are in the ring who are fighting for the, you know, for a sport are suffering these same kind of issues that everyday people are. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, shout out to him, man. Good, good for you for doing what you need to do and, and getting the help that you need, man, to talk, talk out whatever demons are going on in your head. Hopefully we get to see him, uh, you know, recoup, uh, recover, uh, and and battle those things uh, with the right kind of help, and right. you know get to see him shine again. Because honestly, for for a kid that young, uh, who's been so highly decorated in boxing, and to fall as hard as he has from from the pedestal that he was once on, because of mental health issues, man, that's it's it's saddening. It's very sad. Absolutely. Mm. Okay. We're we're running out of time, but uh, I wanted to address that last comment. That, with respect, because we have addressed this before in our hundred and so episodes, and that is whether or not a, a Grand Prix style of uh, uh, boxing, if you will, showdown contender tournament uh, would make sense like uh, over the year. And I think that's what the IBA is talking about, uh, providing a Grand Prix style of uh, series where you accrue points over the year. And at the end of the year, the, the boxer with the most points wins the Grand Prix. Right. Uh, I, I think, I think, I think the issue is going to come from the, uh, shall we say, the uh, the alphabet variety of uh, belt holders, the WBC, the WBA, the IBO, the IBA, you name it. Not Anything to help. <laughs> Anything well, new. Well, put some gravy on the- <laughs> if it's if it's going to put money into the boxers' hands, I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, you know, and get uh, and uh, keeping in mind the health and safety that's necessary as well. So there's a lot of professionalism that su- surrounds the sport of boxing these days that I don't think was really there. I'm not going to say in your day, Tim, because that would make you sound old. But uh, you know, <laughs> but well, a few a few a few decades ago, there there were guys who were susceptible to, and not that they're not today, but susceptible to brain injury. Uh, because they were told to fight, they had to fight, or else they weren't going to make that that two dollars. And uh, you know, and, and quite frankly, um, Lou, Lou Eisen, who does a show on the history of boxing and, and the very controversies uh, that have happened over the years, I mean, he speaks about it every single week uh, what fighters over the past hundred years have had to put up with in terms of uh, bad management, forcing um, careers to go the wrong direction. To yeah. Put it- to put it mildly. So I'm, I'm glad that there are people out there uh, like the IBA uh, who are making changes and who are making changes on behalf of boxers and therefore their teams. Uh, and I think it's a team sport. It's not just an, I don't know. I've never, I've never entered a ring. I can't really say that, but I believe it's a team, team sport. You know, it's a team sport till that bell rings. And then it's, it, you're in there on your own, man. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. You know, you, you you have you have people to support you after you've just done battle for two to three minutes, who are there to fan you, cool you off, fix you up, and get you ready to get back in there and do battle by yourself. You but the communication you are, is still yes, communication is key, very key. No, when you're in the ring, when you're in the ring and the corner's there, that's still that it's still that bond. You are by yourself, yes, but you still got that connection. You're going yeah. to war. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, shout out, to, shout out to Miss Nat- Natalie Too Bad Brown, who's uh, in the audience watching today. And she oh, said, she, she said, nah, too, the Grand Prix will never happen. Yeah. She's saying, she's saying, nah, too many politics. Too much talk, too much politics. Yeah, yeah you know. And that's, you know what? Of all the of all the professionals we've had come on the show, that's exactly what they've said too. Yeah. So it, it's not a stretch. But I'm but all I'm saying is it was a fresh announcement this week, 
and I give uh, uh, kudos to the IBA for making those changes, putting some money uh, on, on the shelves for boxers to reach and grab, and, and let's see if it works. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely. right. Uh, well, any, any last words, Brooke, before we close out the show? Uh, I mean, I appreciate you guys having me. I know it was short notice, but it was nice and talking to you all. Hopefully we'll do it again one day. Definitely. Yeah, well, we are, we are we are just down the road from you, so uh, just just down the road. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see you again shortly. <laughs> Sounds good. I know what that means. <laughs> they said down the road, like that's like a southern or midwestern thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And Canadian you know thing too. Down the road. No, no, sorry, sorry. Canada, Canada, we 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 just up the street. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> no, that's in Philly too. We just right up there. No, we're across. We're, I, think, I think we're across the river. Call away. That's right. That's right. Anyways, so it's well, good to have you on the show. show Appreciate it. Yeah, Hope definitely. See you on the show again. Well, yes, hopefully. Yes, honestly, it was a it was an honor thanks, and pleasure Natalie. to meet you, Brooke. It was great. Uh, to all the talk and fight fans out there, man, thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Friday Night Panel with yours truly, Mike Orr. Tim Witherspoon, Grand Voice, and our special guest today, Brooke. Thank you for coming to all the fans that drop comments. Eddie and Vince and Adiri and Natalie. Oh, you know what it is, guys. You know, you know what it is. Thank you. Bonkiki, much love. We will see you guys next week on the channel. Same time, same panel, new topics. You know what it is, man. Peace. Thank you, guys. No problem.